Welcome to the next edition of uh, Radical Change Group Radio. And uh, in this edition, we are talking about conscious relationships. And uh, in this uh, podcast, Armand is going to talk about his experience with that. So I guess I'll just hand it over to Armand. Well, let's see what he has to say about it. Let me start with a question here, though. Uh, so... Karan, what do you when you when you use the word conscious relationship, what do you mean? Because let's get the definitions out of the way so people are not hearing and projecting their own meanings on what you're saying, right? So what does what does conscious relationships mean to you guys? And uh why do you uh frame it as such? Oh yeah, and uh Lise is also our guest speaker today too. To get together with Armand. So take it away guys. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, so there are two of us here, first of all. It's not just me. Uh, it, me and Liz. Liz is uh, my partner, my beloved. Um, and um, I've picked this, uh, this topic, conscious relationships, to speak about because I feel that I have, um, over the years, I have accumulated a lot of experience in uh, uh, personal, uh, intimate relationships, Um and this is a relationship between myself and 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 the woman, um, and uh, where we are right now, I mean, Liz, we um, I guess we call our relationship conscious relationship, and I think we'll get into uh, specifics of what we mean and why we use that word uh, as we go through our conversation today. Uh, the reason I have, uh, I believe, I have quite a few insights into into this uh, area is because I've always made relationships, uh, again, intimate relationships. And I'll just, I'll equate this to, uh, for the purpose of this, uh, uh, of this podcast. Um, I always made it a focus in my life. It was always particularly interesting. I would study it. I would practice it. I would play with it. I would I don't know, go to seminars about it, read about it, whatnot. So it's going to be focused for me. Um, so I think there are a lot of interesting things we've discovered, me and Liz, uh, as we, when we met, as we were just building our uh, way of relating to each other. And now as we've been together for several years and um, our way of being together is, is quite unusual uh, in the sense that um, we are together basically 24-7. So uh, uh, at some point several years ago, we... Uh, uh, after we met, we left U.S., U.S.A., United States of America, and we've been uh, living in different parts of the world, but we're really present with each other 24-7. So um, it's it's very intense relationship, so to speak. We don't get a break from each other. We don't want a break from each other. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that's unusual about it. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I want to start with uh, one of the basic premise or premise of the of our relationship and what we believe uh, uh, is, is is really kind of the ground of being um, here that we um, behold um, we believe in three principles of, of relating towards each other uh, first it's like three legs of the stool 
there is accept, there is uh, support, and there is challenge. So let's speak more about each one. Uh, acceptance for us means that uh, we take each other as as we are. There is um, uh, we there's no projection here, right? You know how in the beginning, right? Uh, when you're speaking about romantic love, or you fall in love. It's really you fall in love with with your own projection over the other person, right? But at some point. Uh, uh, after a while, that projection kind of shatters, and then you either well, you either like what you see or you leave, right? Uh, that's what we mean here: that 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 we see each other as we really are, and and, and uh, we accept that this is the truth of of Liz for me, and and I guess this is the truth of me for her. Yes. Um, the second leg of this tool is uh, support, and uh, here uh, what we mean is, um, as we go through life, uh, we're of course one unit, and we really think of, of ourselves as one uh, one being with two bodies. Huh. I know that might sound weird, but but that's how we feel and real relate to the world very often. Not all the time, of course, but 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 very often, one being with two bodies. So uh, support is is really uh, uh, based in the understanding that that uh, this other body of mine uh, is 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 an ecosystem uh, and with its own uh, um, needs and its own. Wants and its own desires, and and basically it's it's all its own whole whole atmosphere around it, and that uh, whatever it it needs to to flourish, to grow, to uh, to to be happy, to to be healthy, uh, is 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 what is uh, my uh, responsibility, but also my you know my my sincere desire and wish to to give to to Liz. So this is the support, uh, and it takes many, many forms. Um, and the third leg of this tool is challenge. And here, um, we see life as as continues growing someplace. You know, just like any any plant, any tree, it's it's, it's always a growing. And of course, we individually are growing. Uh, and we, as a couple, are growing, and, and uh, challenges is challenges really what makes it fun in some ways. You know, we challenge each other to 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 grow more, to reach further heights, to to reach for the, for something for the next. And of course, this this is very individual, right? Because I I, I know what Liz wants, desires, where she wants to grow, and then I I I support her. In that, but I also challenge her to 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 be more than to be to be to be more than she uh, sometimes believes she 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 is. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to us. Makes sense to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You want to add anything, Liz? Yes, I'm um, thinking which perspective to add to it. Um, for me, the accept accept part is uh, amazingly liberating. 
it's uh, where you live in a relationship where you totally honest you, as much you as you are when you are by yourself, um, even actually more you than when you are by yourself. And that frees up tremendous amount of energy because you don't need to be to pretend to stand up to anybody's expectations or pretend to, to be somebody that this other person needs in a moment. You can be you and you're absolutely sure that this you is accepted. Um, there is tremendous benefits that come from it. Uh, one is released energy that goes towards the, um, the growth. Um, the other one is um, you start... Uh, it's it's amazing. You find that this as a person accepts you more than you even accept yourself. So with yourself, uh, there is always part of criticism. There are always parts that you don't like in yourself, and you take them with this negativity. At least I do. I take them as this negative thing. You know, okay, I'm good in this, but uh, I'm bad in this, so I could be better in this. And then entering a relationship like this, I see that this the parts that I find um, not desirable about me are accepted by other person as a fact and just given an opportunity to grow from there if I want to. So not because I want to get rid of them because they're bad, but um, they're de facto taken as good. And then from there, if I do want to do something, I can, something about those parts. So it's, uh, it's, um, that's part of actually the support and challenge. And the tremendous amount of energy that gets released from the accept part that goes into the the challenge part. So now you're free. Now you you can be anything you want to be. And those eyes, they look at you and they see you in your full potential, which you don't probably feel up yet, but they see all the possible directions you can go to. Um, they're kind of like a light illuminating the way before you. You see much more <laughs> with that light than you would see by yourself. And uh, um, the support part gives you the wings to go there. Because, you know, at every point of the way, you'll be supported and accepted as it is through your way. So it basically allows this fearless living and uh, tremendous opportunities for exploration. Mm-hmm. Um Something Liz mentioned is also very important to us, and um, this was a conscious, conscious one of the reasons we call it a conscious relationship is because a conscious decision that we took is to live a transparent life uh, with each other, uh, meaning that um, we, have, we hold no secrets from each other. Uh, we are kind of bare, you know, without clothes in front of each other, uh, and. I have to admit, sometimes it's hard. Especially, it's basically hard in the parts that I don't accept in myself. Right? Hmm. Uh, those are the ones that are hard to bring on the plate to the other. Yeah. And yet, doing precisely that is what is healing for me. Couldn't so have, mm-hmm. yeah. So having having the partner with whom I can do this is 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 basically a humongous healing process twenty four seven. Yeah, that's uh, pretty amazing already, right there. Uh, I'm actually wondering uh, if you uh, if you guys can come up with something more specific, because it's 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 amazing to hear the uh, you know overall description and uh, how you describe it. It's it's really pretty amazing already. 
but what uh, would probably bring it more alive, uh, even just for us, uh, some something specific. Maybe you have a story to tell. Maybe you have some specific example. How, something very concrete. Yeah. How about maybe a challenge, a, a real challenge that you faced? Mm. and how these three principles uh, uh, these three legs of the stool as you call it uh, karan and lisa uh, how you work through it because i think uh, uh, i guess i have the benefit of knowing you guys really well so i i don't feel like i need to ask you a question but most people out there have never seen you or know what you're talking about might actually just bring it more down to uh, earth rather than just a principle you know what i mean mm mm-hmm. Do you have something? Uh well, uh, since you asked for a real challenge, uh this might can be a little uh, controversial, but uh, yeah, the first challenge, the the actual the only challenge that we um ever faced um was uh the conflict it was in a ways of a conflict, uh, or at least we experienced it as a conflict because we were on a different points of um uh attraction to other people attraction to other women attraction to other men so being in this tied very intimate relationship how do we resolve the natural attraction to other men and women and mm-hmm. that was i guess the only thing that we actually had to work on to resolve that didn't just flow seamlessly as other things flow just from the structure of our being it's the only thing that we ever sat down and we analyzed and we talked about um would you agree do you agree it's a bit well i i i i think there were a whole bunch of i wouldn't say this is the this is the only time when this the, this this but this cycle, was a big but, rock <laughs> in, in, yeah i this this might i think this is typically one of the biggest things for for any relationship right so, so could um, you guys but want... but i mean there are other times when we use this when when the accept support and challenge process was continue was going for us so so i hear you uh you've laid out the challenge do you guys want to talk about uh, how you worked through it and uh, how you came to a resolution because you you've laid the you've laid the conflict i'm i'm curious of uh, uh, the the resolution and how how you came about it right because that's that's the mm-hmm. real journey if there was a resolution yeah. then i i get yeah, a resolution was. Uh-huh. Um, there was uh the challenge was i think the challenge arose when um we realized that we each have our own perception on that and uh somehow it was in the area of being something very personal and it wasn't really flowing within the transparency thing um so uh you know if one of us is attracted to the other person somehow it felt like it's a personal thing it's not something to bring to the other person and say hey you know i i really like this girl you know how about you like her with me kind of thing uh, <laughs> <I> admire her <laughs> with me um but once once we realized that things like this arise and they happen we um we started looking at uh, starting asking each other questions well how do you perceive it how do you see it and i always um always perceived arman as being as possessing this rare gift with women meaning uh he has this magical touch where he brings he's able if he wants to he's able to touch any woman 
and uh, find the resonance with something with feminine in her and make her blossom. And I've seen it over and over and over again in multiple ways, in multiple occurrences. And every time for me, it's a miracle. That's something he did for me. And uh, um, that's something I always, he keeps alive in me. And I always feel very grateful for that. I, I always feel that, actively feel that. And I watch it, constantly watch it. And I'm aware of that very much with other women. Um so when I realized that there is a pattern, um, and I think that pattern is uh, probably close to everyone, where the pattern um, is, oh, I'm in a relationship, so I should not be paying attention to other women, so I should kind of withdraw myself, withdraw my attention from others. When I noticed that this is happening, uh, I felt like, you know, he's holding back this gift that he has. Um, and we, uh, oh. women in general, <laughs> the feminine in general suffers from it. <laughs> so I, uh, I would, we would have these conversations where I would encourage him to, to do that. And I, I would always admire. And when we talked about we being the um, one person with two bodies, it's not that we're the same person in, with two bodies. We're one complex person uh, doing different things and doing... Uh, into bodies. So through him, I was actually able to experience this wonder of feminine. And um, in that way, actually appreciate the feminine in me much more. I hear you. And I, 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 I completely hear you guys. And um, it's something that, uh, uh, I mean, um, for the lack of a better word, struggling to explain to people that um, um, a relationship is not about you possessing the other. A relationship should expand, expand both your world and the other person's world. And um, when this notion of possess uh, possession and possessing the other comes in, uh, uh, you know, I mean, religion and politic, politicians and society gives it uh, interesting labels such as marriage or a committed relationship, blah blah blah. Uh, but I think what, what they're really doing is is cutting you off from uh, uh, from the whole, so to speak. Source because, of power. Yeah, you can say mm. it that way, right? Uh, because what, what what's First, really because what, if you're powerful, you don't need you don't need politicians. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> or, or a or priest, priests. or a religion. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, where I was going with this is uh, because what happens is um, when, uh, for example, you cut a woman off from any other man or a man's cut off from any other woman. And I'm not talking just sexually, right? I'm just saying, hey, it's wrong for you to look at another man or another woman or just experience uh, a relationship. And that doesn't have to be sexual or intimate. Sometimes it could just be a conversation. Like feeling something about yeah, the exactly. person is wrong. Kind but of I think it, it, almost, like... it almost kills in a man, it almost kills the feminine in him because we are both the masculine and the feminine. I think people fail to realize that. And in that suffocation, then the couple wonders why the quality of that relationship is deteriorating. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. And you know, another thing that it does when you forbid something, it becomes this um, desired, uh, forbidden desired fruit, mm -hmm. very much, very much desired after. Um, and it gets assigned too much uh, value. Yeah. And, too much importance. And yeah. too much importance. And when it's not forbidden and you're free to have anything you want, then you actually start asking yourself questions. Do I really want that? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I hear you. I think um, I completely hear you and completely agree with you. And um, yet I think that this is uh, uh, in so many ways um, at the fringes of society. Uh, what we are talking about and what I mean by fringes of society is that um, I wish this was a more common way of living but it's it's much more an exception than a rule in uh, in most relationships uh, I'm curious um, well so here, here is here is here is uh, my take on this it's not only my take but let me add on to this right yeah, yeah. And this this uh, also starts another another very related topic um, that um, in in a relationship um, there is well uh, you know I, I call it uh, there is love and then there is psychology hmm. okay what I mean is that um, obviously uh, most relationships uh, good relationships are are based on mutual uh, love. Right, um, and, and, and at very least on, on good feelings towards each other, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Good relationships, right? Makes sense. Um, but this is not enough, okay? And this is very, very important to understand. And that uh, no matter how big in quotes uh, love is, or how strong the good feelings towards each other are, it's not enough. Agreed. The second part of this equation is called psychology. What I mean by psychology is that there is simply each one of us is, is a human being has, has psychology. You know, it's it's kind of the, the dynamics of our of our mental and emotional life, and this dynamics has to be understood. It has to be um, kind of worked with and lived with. Okay, uh, it makes no sense to fight against uh, against. The, the psychology, the, the psychology of human being, right? Uh, and uh, it, it, I, this, I remember my my first relationship, my second relationship. You know, uh, I I loved uh, those women very much, but you know, the, our relationship was very much screwed up because we were kids, teenagers or early twenties, and we had no idea what we were doing with each other. You know, we were. Uh, love didn't help here at all. Uh, it was uh, we were simply making wrong decisions and, and not treating each other well. Not because we didn't want to treat each other well, but we just didn't know. We didn't know the basic patterns of psychology, basic patterns of relationship. This has to be learned. Unfortunately, it's not taught in schools, right? It's not you know, colleges, universities, whatever. You just basically have to pick it up from life. This is unfortunate. But without this knowledge of psychology, uh, any relationship will eventually deteriorate. I, I I hear you. I mean, um, as you're talking about this, um, the metaphor that at least I work with, right, makes sense to me. I'm just curious. Um, is this whole notion of alchemy, right? Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, you you essentially have mercury, which is used, uh, and uh, the mercury is the transformative agent. Yeah. So it's in many ways the so-called poison is what liberates, right? Mm-hmm the process from lead to gold, if you will. Uh, and and when when not done consciously, when not done right, that poison kills. So uh, in, a, in, a, in a similar, very similar fashion, uh, uh, I think um, people come into our lives and we come into people's lives uh, based on some of the 
challenges uh, that we need to resolve in ourselves. And what I really liked about what you guys said was that each 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 step becomes a healing journey because it's more than accepting the other person in your life. The bigger challenge is accepting yourself as you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys make sense to me. I mean, I, I can't think of any questions, but I don't know if that. Uh, uh, but that doesn't mean there are no questions, right? Uh, you and I, um, we may make sense to each other, but doesn't mean it translates into our listeners uh, corresponding and understanding, right? Well, I can phrase a question. Uh, so, since you mentioned the psychology, so maybe you can expand a little more on. Uh, what what's something more specific about it like how how would you describe uh, maybe sure. a few examples sure. or something sure and, how about and, how about use the I'll same example Karan where you say you're attracted no, no, to a no, woman no, what no, happens no, then no, let me actually go into a different example because uh, it's something I wanted to talk about okay. anyways and I okay. think it's it's very very big and very important for us too okay, okay. Uh, and this is exactly psychology playing out um uh, so, in, in uh, I hope I'm not breaking any news here, you know. But but uh, uh, I'm a man, and Liz is a woman. Wow. Okay. That's news and, to and, me. And, 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 <laughs> yes. And, and, and in addition to uh, to uh, to uh, uh, emotional love and 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 friendship and support and challenge. Uh, we also want to have a great, uh, basically great sex, okay? Great uh, physical relationship. And we don't want just to have it in the first week or first month or the first year. We want to have it forever, okay? And uh, this is actually a problem. This is a challenge. How do you keep the fire going for a long, long time? Uh, it's, uh, it certainly has been a challenge for me uh, in the past where the fire was basically just, 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 disappear eventually and uh uh we discovered the solution to this uh how to keep the fire going and and this is based on again psychology of human beings um that the fire uh, in, this is uh biologically the, the, the fire is between uh, man and a woman uh, masculine and feminine and and the more of a of a, of a polar they are the, the the stronger is the spark between them Okay, the more androgen the two people are, the less the spark is between them. And again, mm -hmm. sp spark and se sexuality are pure biological drives, and so this this completely makes sense, right? So then mm -hmm. the question is, how do we uh, want to uh, 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 parse out the roles in our relationship in such a way as to keep the the sexual flame and fire going for, forever? Because and the reason we want to have it going is because it's very much fun, fun and and and, and gives us a lot of energy and, and creativity and everything else that comes comes with it. Yeah, and, and it well, does and it does sound like a like a contradiction because on, on one hand you say you're like one organism with two bodies, right? Which eventually would make it, it would make you more more the same, right? And at the same time you're saying you have yeah, to be very different, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So keep yeah. going. And so, so we have on purpose uh, uh, split up the uh, the roles to be polar opposites. Elise has taken completely the feminine, and I have taken completely the masculine. Now, um, if we were uh, living in individual, like if we were single, 
right? Um, we wouldn't be able to uh, function very well in a society in such a uh, in such a polar uh, pol- polar role, because in order to be functional in society, uh, uh, you need both masculine and feminine energies, uh-huh. right? Um, to be successful in the society. But because there are two of us, we can do this. We can split them up. And I can rely on Liz uh, to take up the feminine aspects. Uh, and she can rely on me taking uh, taking on the masculine aspects. Uh, and then we work together. We work very well. And we, we, we keep this great sexuality going as well. Hmm. So, like... Uh... A, a, a simple example. Let me give yeah. you a simple mm-hmm. example of what I mean. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I hope this doesn't sound um, gosh oh, just say it okay I'll say it because well, let me just say it and then we can talk about it um, I've taken on my we have decided that I will be the the one holding a, an external job that has that brings money mm-hmm. okay. okay so I, I, I deal with, with problems in the external world Okay, including making money for us. Mm-hmm. Liz takes care of our in-home. Okay, she, I don't, for example, I don't cook. Um, Liz takes care of all the all the food in our home. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it's 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 a very strong separation of of roles, and it's not because I cannot cook or I cannot provide food for myself. I certainly can, and I've done it for many years. And Liz is is incredibly good at making money. Not any, uh, uh, not any less than my than me, but by splitting up the roles, we get to keep the spark. Hmm. And also because of this, we get to explore these uh, directions uh, much, much deeper. You know, um, if my energy is freed up from from having to take care of feminine in myself, I can just go deeper into masculine and explore those aspects of life. Uh, and same with Liz, uh, and perhaps you can talk a little more about what has that what has that given you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been very transformational for me. Um, before we've met, uh, I was more of like a tomboy. I uh, always had technical positions. I was actually uh, managing. Uh, a product company for many years. Um, I was the founder of a product company, always working with men, uh, always being friends with men, um, very much of a tomboy. Um, and then, as I mentioned, Armand has this uh, gift to uh, make any uh, woman flower, bring up the feminine. Um, and I was surprised to discover it in me. And uh, in the relationship that we formed, uh, surrounded by this uh, loss of accept, support, and challenge, um, he accepted me as I am, he supported me as I am, and he challenges me completely, constantly, on an ongoing basis to go deeper into that role and to explore that role. And um, another driving force for me to go into that role is acceptance of him. I accept him and I see this tremendous masculine in him. And by him being so masculine, for me to even to encompass the, the the vastness of muscularity in him, I have to be very much feminine. 
uh, and that also is a driving force um, for me to go into the feminine. And it's a very difficult experience to describe because um, it's beyond the words. It's uh, in the realm of senses, it's in the realm of instincts, it's in the realm of flowing interconnections. So it's, I don't know if I would be ever be able to put it into words. Um, and here's the beauty of it, is that I can be in that realm, I can experience the world to, through that, and I can relate my vision of the world through that to Arman. And he's the masculine who sees it, he understands it, who's mesmerized by those kind of experiences and this type of perception in me. And he's the action. He's the one who turns it into solid reality. He's the one who builds shapes out of those shapeless forms that I experience. And together we just create the world. That's my experience. And it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I literally experience us as a unit once we go, as the farther we go into this masculine and feminine, um, the experience of us as a unit for me becomes this experience of, of divine. And that's the word I use consciously because um, that, is, that is the feeling of it for me. We're literally experiencing and creating the world around us on an ongoing basis consciously <laughs> and mm. with, with joy. <laughs> <laughs> and with happiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a, that's a, been a fascinating discussion, actually. I, uh, and then I find myself sitting there and being mesmerized, you know, by what you guys describe. That's that's really fascinating. Uh, but at the same time, um, it's uh, it's already getting to be a long podcast. So, uh, uh, do you have anything else you want to add before uh, we close for this part? Well, I think, um, yes, uh, a, a conscious relationship, a, a true relationship is very much empowering. Um, and uh, I speak, uh, you know, I am highly, highly, mm, uh, one of my top values is freedom, okay? Uh, and for many, for, for most of my life, I interpret it as, as being free from any attachments and, and anything in the, my life, basically being able to walk away from anything within five minutes, right? Uh, and I, I, I live like that, right? Uh, so that's what I understood as freedom. Um, and yet, um, I, here I am, you know, last, last several years, I'm 24-7 with, with, with another human being. Uh, and joyfully so, right? So, uh, uh, well, first, my understanding of, of freedom has changed a lot, but also uh, there's a different conversation, but I want to point out that uh, a, a relationship like this, conscious relationship, is very much empowering. It gives, it gives, it consumes something, and it, it, it gives something a lot more back. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I hear you, Karan. Um, I think a lot of people mistake freedom to be ability to walk away, but it's really a double-edged sword. And uh, on the other edge is responsibility. Not in the bad way, in a very good way, because responsibility basically means your ability to respond. Let's close with this. You know, it reminded me of Rumi where he says, love is the fire and I'm the wood. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good uh, ending for it. So, uh, well, uh, till the next time, then, uh, and uh, <laughs> have a wonderful day. Good night and good luck. <laughs> and may you be happy. <laughs>